I'm Erin Lawler-Patterson, the goodness chick. I'm an addictions counselor, motivational speaker, author, and parent coach. Join me on the journey of navigating the joys and pitfalls of life, addressing parenting, giving back, mental health, addiction, and relationships. If it takes a village, then join me as one of those villagers. Villagers wanted. All right, so I am sitting outside a building with two new friends. Um, I have Edgar and I have Roger, who um, we just kind of broke bread with at a synagogue. We literally bumped into each other maybe 27 minutes ago, exactly. right? So um, we're sitting kind of at the foothills of the of, of the Brashov Mountains. It is spectacular, but just in a, a matter of less than an hour, um, having the opportunity um, to chat with these guys, and in particular, Roger, just kind of getting some background, uh, life experience. And, and I'm a big believer, a man, the world is a huge place, but is much smaller than we believe it is. And I know, Roger, you said you've been in t- in traveling around the world over the past exactly. few years. Yes. And one of the places that you, you know, if you want to say why you started doing that, why you keep doing it. Yeah. Uh, first of all, for me, it's like traveling is like education. So when I decided that I had the bucket list, that bucket, bucket list, list. I, I put it like five, six years ago. So I decided to, to finish it. I, on my bucket list, it was, uh, it was one, of, one of the things that I want to travel the world. Okay. 196 countries. So I want to, to finish them. So Every country? Every country, yeah. Wow. Uh, the thing is that I work. I have my own business. So, so that I don't have the chance to go uh, more often, like uh, six, seven, eight times per year. But... I managed to do it with uh, with love and with passion. So uh, I did too many things. One of the the loveliest things I did it was uh, in Nepal in 2015. I climbed the island peak, 6,135 above the sea level, and Kalapatar and uh, Everest Base Camp. So what happened with me there in 2015 on the 25th of April? Earthquake happened uh, like. 7.8 on uh, magnitude so 10,000 people died in less than 1.5 minutes Jeez. maybe and I survived it was a miracle for me everybody was injured and dying in front of me so I helped people I stayed there with them one extra week I got stuck also in the in, at the airport because we've been hit uh, with another earthquake mm-hmm. 6.8 uh, degrees so a magnitude. second one followed second up one, yeah followed up after after just Less than 24 hours. Yeah, it was horrible for the people of Nepal, the humble people, the lovely people. Yeah. yeah it was it was something something horrible. I know, Edgar, you had mentioned that, like, trying to get a hold of yeah, Roger. Yeah, yeah. We was calling him for maybe four or five, six hours. We cannot reach him. Uh, we were, so we was thinking that Roger is... And he, he died he, or he passed died. away or, yeah. or was something bad something happened to bad. him. All his friends was uh, asking uh, uh, each other what's about Roger, what's going on, what's with going him? on yeah. with him. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, it was a shock for us. Uh, it was a shock for us. When you when you see that humble people, you know the people that they are, they are they live in uh, in uh, poverty. They are poor people. You know they don't deserve it. They don't deserve it at all. So as we know, we all we are all somehow believers and stuff like that. So. We can't blame the mother nature. At the end, mother nature, mm-hmm. it's, it's above us. Yeah. Whatever you think, if you are a believer or not, when it comes to mother na- nature, you can't do anything. You can't control mother nature. Right. You know, the only thing that you, you say, you pray to, to survive, to, 
to be alive mm -hmm. and not happen such horrible things in the future. Did it for you going through that kind of kick up your bucket list a notch in terms of realizing? Exactly. You know, like it's, it was after two days, it was my birthday. So after a week when I came back uh, to my origin country, so everybody told me that uh, you, it's, your, it's your birthday. Yeah. It's, it's you're, you're now one year one years old, you know, yeah. you, you're born again. So that was something like, an, like uh, I didn't want to say I don't care about anything in life. No, I, I started to care more in life. I started to care more into people. So see, see, see life in in different way. Uh, the way that I was uh, thinking, maybe it wasn't that. Like, you know, it's, it's one experience. One is, but it was a tough one, mm -hmm. tough experience. I was ready. I wasn't ready. I don't know. I did what I had to do in that moment yeah. that seconds i don't know what what i did if i go flashback and uh, i think back what i did i don't know i don't know if another another person uh, he could done something worse mm -hmm. you know or he panicked or or he started to 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 give himself to drugs or alcohol or things like that no i'm not telling you that i'm a believer now and i believe more in god no but i i had more touch to the people to, to humans, mm -hmm. you know, because it's in blink of eye you can lose someone just like that. We are not mortals at the end. Mm -hmm. We are not immortals at the end. Sorry, we are mortals, so we can we can we can get into accidents easily. Right. So it makes you realize how super fragile life is, and and I think too, like as we're sitting here and we didn't yeah. even know each other less than yeah. an hour yeah. ago. One of the things you had referenced is it's like okay, we saw all on, on social media and TV what happened in Nepal, but also you had referenced, just as we sat down, talking yeah. about the Algerian genocide. Exactly. Right? And I said, well, what are you talking about? And so, and sometimes Armenian. I think... Armenian. Armenian. Oh, my God. Armenian, Armenian, I just Armenian, see Armenian. this is yeah, how... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah! But, but how sometimes we become isolated. Yeah. Um, and, and I know sometimes, I'll say this as an American, it's, it's easy to become isolated and unaware of things that yeah. we should be aware of. Exactly. So if you want to kind of explain... What, what exactly the Armenian genocide was yeah. and what it kind of how it connects your your own family yeah uh, I ha I came from uh, from family half Armenian half uh, Lebanese my dad is Lebanese my mom she's Armenian so my grandma she lived uh, 101 years she was born in 1913 in uh, 1915 uh, a big genocide in the first world war uh, genocide happened against uh, the people of Armenia the Armenian people, and there was a little bit of uh, Bulgarians and uh, from uh, Kurdistan, the minority back then. There was the Germans, uh, they were allies with the, with the Ottomans, Ottoman Empire, and there was the French that they were somehow, uh, they were protecting the Armenians, that mm -hmm. the Germans or the Ottomans, they won't, they won't hurt you. And suddenly in 24 hours, they left and nobody was protecting you. And they started the, the genocide. It was called... Like to change, to change the geography of that region, you know, Armenia was thirty-six thousand, sorry, three hundred and sixty thousand square kilometers. Now Armenia is just thirty-two thousand square kilometers. So they just removed one zero and yeah. gave it to to Turkey. So now Turkey is much bigger than mm -hmm. before. So anyway, the genocide started. So you know, the geographically the country is big. And you don't have social media, you don't have no. uh, communication, you don't have anything, just like now. So they started from one region to other. So the people that, that, uh, that uh, had the chance 
to go to another uh, regions and tell them that Ottoman Empire coming to kill us and uh, and uh, having a big massacre so they had the chance to leave for example my grandma it took with her seven years seven years to reach to Lebanon wow. from Armenia through Kurdistan through Syria and back then there wasn't the the, the, the biggest the, the greater Lebanon it mm. was a small after we took parts from Syria and uh, and it makes like 10,000 square kilometers so she came all the way from there and in the uh, desert of Derzor in Syria, uh, they learned the alphabet, the Armenian alphabet. They, they studied and they learned. My grandma, she's, she, was, uh, she came uh, after that, she studied, she was a teacher, and then she was a principal of school. Wow. So she raised uh, four kids. Two of them, first two kids, they, they, named, her, they named them Arabic names, and the two others, they, 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 she, she named them Armenian. So just to be fair, so, yeah, we, we two by two balanced. Yeah, she's Armenian and, uh, and her husband uh, is not. Also, so so that was it. Uh, she told me everything, everything about the genocide. And let me tell you something. In 2015, it was the 100 years memorial of the Armenian genocide. So my my grandma, she passed away on December 14, December. So I promised her that I'm going to to Everest and put the flag, Armenian wow. flag. On the Mount Everest, on the highest peak, when I reach, and I did that That's for a her. Thing. When I reached there, I I sang for her, and I I told her a few words also wow. that she would be proud of me. I visit her cemetery like six times per year with honor, pray to her and put flowers for her. So she was my my idol. Yeah. Now there are 52 countries that they uh, recognize the Armenian genocide. The last nation they recognized the Armenian genocide was Germany in 2015, and the only country that they uh, they gave uh, they gave uh, international uh, what they say apology mm -hmm. international apology that we were there we were sowing this and we did we did nothing yeah so it's a respect for them and the first nation uh, that gave the uh, the recognition rec they recognized the Armenian genocide it was Uruguay. Okay. Back in uh, 1970s, I don't know exactly the date, maybe 74, I guess. So the Armenian people, they are lovely people. They have Armenia now. and uh, But they've they, been through a lot, have, man. Holy cow. Yeah, 4% of the Lebanese population are Armenians. Okay. So Armenians are all around the world. And they have uh, lots of uh, wealthy people. They have lots of uh, engineers, doctors, and stuff like that. And many are, uh, they mm -hmm. have good uh, posts in life. Like the, the biggest one was uh, Kirk uh, Krikorian, that uh, he was the, the most wealthy Armenian in, in Forbes magazine. He died two mm -hmm. years ago in America. So he was the founder of the, of the movie uh, Promise, The Promise, the only movie that we did for the genocide. And it was on the red carpet in, uh, in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah so we have uh, also... Uh, system of a down the, the music band they are they were number one in their category so they are in Armenia also in the United States so the guys are from uh, from uh, Lebanon and they mm -hmm. are from a, a region called the Burj Hamoud Burj Hamoud is all Armenian Armenian uh, place okay yeah pretty cool and interesting yeah you know? it is it's it interesting is. and a lot of layers with things so you've seen a lot over the years, if yeah. you like, 
What would you say the greatest lesson you've learned over, you said you've been to 54 countries, right, yeah. in total? So what kind of have you taken away, if you were to say, yeah. like, one lesson that you've, it's changed you or it's enlightened yeah. you? You know, there is a saying, uh, things that you own ends up owning you. So leave the things, leave the assets, leave the, the, the non-valuable things, and enjoy the, the life, the people, humans mm -hmm. i knew the value of a human being and i'm much less 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 judgmental mm -hmm. person when i was a kiddo when i was when i was growing up i was too much judging people and saying look at this and look at that no every each one of us has his or her own own uh, reasons to to act mm -hmm. okay or to behave nobody knows I know you since like an hour. I don't know about <laughs> your family. I don't know about any, I don't know how you're surviving. I don't know how many thousands maybe uh, problems you have, issues you have in your life, but you're surviving and you're moving forward. You know, mm -hmm. even 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 if if uh, if uh, if uh, someone is uh, selling himself, uh, or prostitution or drugs or anything, there was always a reason yeah. to to become uh, to become like that. We can't blame anyone. Right. We what he's been through or done. Yeah. You know? So being judge-free. Yeah, kind of judge-free. Yeah, yeah, which is yeah, powerful. Yeah. And love people. Love love everybody's religion. Everybody's respect humans. You know? And the better I, I get in contact with people, the, the more I love life. Mm -hmm. You know? Because as I said before, we are all mortals at the end. Yes, we are. Yes, right? we are. One An interesting thing you had said, which I think... For some people listening, it might be hard to wrap their head around. We, we were sitting down in a restaurant yeah. and next to the synagogue, Jewish restaurant, yeah. and you had said if I had if I spoke Hebrew yeah. back home in Lebanon, it might have some mixed response exactly. to that. So yeah. like can, can I can I tell it in, in, absolutely. in, in, in the way that it is in Lebanon and, and uh, forgive me if I'm going to, to be to say the exact facts. So Lebanon is the only only Christian country in the whole Middle East and the Arab countries. Our uh, president is Christian and the general chief is Christian. So uh, the prime minister is Sunnah, always Sunnah, uh, Muslim, and the speaker of the of the parliament is Shia. This four, it's a, it's must. Since we took the independence in 1943 from the France, uh, our president is Christian. So we have uh, four million populations population in Lebanon. One million is, is Christian, mm -hmm. one million and a half is Christian, and the other two million and a half are Muslims divided by, between Sunnita and uh, Shia and Druze. Druze that they, they believe in reincarnation. Okay. Okay? So, uh, we had war, 17 years of war in Lebanon, civil war. Uh, Israel, they occupied Lebanon in 1982 till 2000, but when they occupied Lebanon in 1982, all the Christians were at the at Israeli side. So they were allies with them, and they 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 told Israel to come and occupy Lebanon to save the uh, the Christians from the Syrians and the Palestinians, and the whole uh, the whole that uh, Islamic uh, region because they did, they wanted to to kick the Christians out of the the country and make it a replacement country to the Palestinians, so that Israel they can have their their uh, their nation in. Israel. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that was the project. The Ar the Lebanese Christians they had another different 
ideology that let's kick out all the Muslims mm. out of Lebanon and make it bring the Christians that are from Yemen and from Egypt, the Kupti, and the Syrian Christians and the Lebanese and make it all 10,000 square kilometers, all Christians. You know, that was. Nobody could erase anyone. Nobody could change. Nobody can can uh, can vanish anyone. Right. So we gave lost. 400,000 people died. Okay. Uh, brothers and sisters, they killed each other. They fought against each other. And at the end, Christians, they fought each other. Muslims, they fought each mm -hmm. other. Muslim, Christian, Christian, Muslim. Everybody, everybody, every each one of them, they fought and they killed each other. And we had... Uh, we, we, we had extremely bad results post traumatic uh, disorders and too many injuries and uh, handic handicaps so yeah this is Lebanon the thing is that when you ask me about uh, about the Israel and Jewish so you know that Lebanon they had 1% of its population Jewish uh, still we had synagogue in Beirut they renovated the synagogue but because they don't live now in Lebanon so they li they lived outside so they don't have a candidate in the parliament Okay. You know that that represents them. Right. They were their uh, their uh, candidate. He was with the minorities. We have minorities that they have one candidate in the parliament, so he represents them. So when it comes to Jews and the Jews or Israel, there are lots of people they got confused with Jewish or Israeli. You know, Israel is the country. Jewish is the religion. In mm -hmm. Israel, you can find all every every religion and everything there. So we would love to go to Israel, would love to Israelis to come to, to Lebanon. We share borders with each other. At the end, we have too, my, too many things in, uh, in common, right. you know? So, because of the politics, and you see deep inside the politicians, your politicians, that they pretend that they are against Israel and against the, the region. They are allies and they, they have good terms and they have trades mm -hmm. with them undercover, you know? Just to make money from that thing, they make the propaganda, they, they act they are uh, they are getting uh, hurt so that they get they get money from uh, from international uh, countries and yeah. they do their uh, their job you know so for me as for me and as many like me we don't have any problem yeah. we don't have any problem with any religion so i was i was learning hebrew i have too many books at home studying hebrew and practicing but i don't have a person that i can practice with him every day you know so this is language, as as my grandma used to say, Roger. Each language is a is a human being. The more you know, the more you are a human. You know, yeah. wherever you. Are. How lovely is that? If you are in uh, in Romania now, you are you see, you've been here for for like one month, and uh, wasn't it uh, better when if you if you had the chance to to talk uh, Romanian, everything was easy for you. Be easier, and practice and and you feel the the smile on their face. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the same. When I talk Hebrew or when I talk English or when I talk French or when I talk Spanish, Portuguese, so people they they feel familiar, mm -hmm. you know. You express in a better way. So yeah. that's it. Yeah. That's it. Don't stop education. Don't stop knowledge. Don't stop the thing that I know. The more you learn, the more you discover that you you know nothing. You need more. You crave so for true. more. Yeah, man. Right. So that's it. Yeah. You and learn. beautiful. Yeah, it's it's like forbidden. Don't talk about Israel. Don't talk about yeah. you don't have the right to know about them, about the religion. Why? Yeah. Why? We believe in one God. Mm -hmm. Nobody knows about the Kepa. Nobody knows about the 
but only the Christians and the Muslims and the Jews, they put they put uh, the hat on their head, mm-hmm. right? This is what it's a sign that if you are whatever you are in life, there is always something greater than mm-hmm. you above your head, right? Yeah. So just know that you can see that everything is simple. Yeah. We are all the same, man. Yes, we you are. Remember yeah. when, when we were together in Jordan? Yeah. When we uh, go to see the. Yeah, where they where they baptize the Jesus, Jesus. Mm-hmm. and the border and the and the and the river and stuff like that. The guy, a Jordan man, asked yeah, us. Yeah, the Jordan man. Yeah, he asked us. The guy, he was a guide there. He said, "Where are you from?" We said, "From Lebanon." He said, "Ah, you 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 are with this political party or with that political?" I said, "I'm not none of that political party. I don't care." And and I told him, "Don't ask such question, but in a very rude way." Mm-hmm. So we are here. We don't mind where we are. Mm-hmm. You know. So he let us uh, get in the yeah, so he point said <laughs> of where, where was Jesus baptism. Yeah. Wow. So nobody, he, he nobody opened the door and he said, he said, do you guys, because uh, I liked your head and you, you answered sarcastically, <laughs> so you can go and, <laughs> and, uh, or, or, or and people, take pictures. But the other group, he told them nobody can enter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you got like, on his oh. good side, man. Yeah. <laughs> you got on his good side. I, I want to say thank you guys for taking time. Thank you so much. Breaking bread and yeah, kind yeah, of just yeah. sharing your life experience yeah. and, and your wisdom and, um, and uh, I, I hope that uh, I wish you guys Godspeed with your travels. And I am trying to pull this up, and it froze because it's been on too long. There we go, yeah. and we're tuning out. So uh, we are on a step in the middle of, of um, I just went blank. Where are we? Brush off. Brush off. I'm Brush off. Yeah, we have we have on our 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 left the Falcon and the five hundred foot <laughs> side. But an old city of Brush. An old, old city. Old but uh, thank no, you guys. This is the new, the new, oh, this new, is the new part. New part. Uh, the old town is at the back. 50 middle, feet away. Actually. We're in the middle. Just yeah. like life. But uh, yes. thank you very much. And I'm wishing you all. We want to thank you also. It was lovely. It was yeah. very, very, very lovely to meet you. You're an awesome uh, mother. You. Thanks. And Thanks. keep your, your hard work and keep <laughs> your uh, family. And as I told you, I promised you. Next year, when I move to the to the states, I'm definitely going to visit. Yeah, you. come visit, man. Yeah, Both sure. you guys, and uh, sure. and because life's about just learning, growing. Yeah, I don't know, definitely. and getting to know different people. So peace, love, and goodness. Yes. If you enjoyed today's show, I encourage you to subscribe to Goodness Chicks podcast and pass it along to your friends. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and have a great day. Mm-hmm.